Three, two, one. We're in. All right. Welcome to the Shop Class Podcast. Tonight, we got a special guest. We got Shane Peterson. And uh, Shane's a shop teacher in West Lyon Community School. And he's going to give us a shop tour. Uh, he's been joining us for a few of the Shop Class Podcasts. And we got some usual guests in the house. Uh, we got uh, Timothy. We got Al. We got Duke. Lauren's here, and Nick is here. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, uh, Shane, yeah, start out with start out with like, uh, what do you, what do you teach over there? So, um, my schedule, I've got start out with eighth graders uh, right away in the morning. I've got an intro class that we get a quarter for a quarter, um, and all the eighth graders in the entire school go through that. And then I have a freshman intro class after that. And then I've got a CAD. Uh, we do mechanical drafting, 3D modeling, first semester, and then architecture, second semester. And then I've got cabinetry class, uh, construction trades after that. And then I get a break for a little while. And then I got uh, automotive first semester and basic home maintenance second semester, which is uh, mostly all girls. And then uh, I've got another uh, section of cabinetry then after that. So. How many classes is that? It sounds like more than five, right? I got um, seven so and six preps So because I got two sections of cabinetry. And then, uh, so yeah. That's not a normal amount. Like usually, you know, I teach like equivalent of like five classes, even though I have one class as a double. So it's a, but uh, how'd you, how did you, is it an extended day or is it just that, uh, how does that work? No, we got uh, eight 45-minute periods, so get in, get out, and go to the next one. <laughs> and then of the eight, you're teaching uh, seven of them. What? Yep. So. That's a lot. How many in a row? Uh, well, I've got one through one through five, and then I get lunch, and then I got – a class right after lunch, and then I got a free period, and then a class to finish the day. That's not a normal schedule. Did nobody else here has that schedule, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a lot, man. Woo! Well, that's good. Keeps you going, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 fun. It's uh, a lot of different stuff. So nice. So uh, uh, cool, man. And so yeah, you want to. Uh, Give us a shop tour. I understand you got a pretty diversified shop there. Yeah, so I'll just kind of start out like uh, this is our, our classroom. Oh, hold, hold it uh, horizontal. Yeah, there you go. And I'm going to pin the – there we go. Okay, so there's your CAD room, right? Yep, so this is our basically our room where you do – um, our CAD work and anything that we do um, for drafting, that's what we do um, in this room. What, so, what program are you using? We have, uh, we got, I think, Revit 2020 and then Inventor. And then we've also got uh, VCarve on these and um, uh Sticker design, not sticker. It's like a vinyl cut software, like a Roland Cut Studio. Uh -huh. So we got a bunch of different stuff on these computers. Nice. That's cool. And are you guys? Are you Pit guys? In, 
Oh, yeah. Are you guys in person right now? Yeah, we've been actually in person since the first day of school. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. But we got a our room back here. We kind of try and, like, this is where I try and keep stuff out of dust. Oh, yeah. So we got a 3D printer back here, our vinyl cutter. And then it's kind of funny because people think I have fish back here. But uh, the fish tanks basically got wa- it's just water and OxyClean in it. Our printer does uh, dual head, so it's got a water-soluble uh, filament with it. So then when the prints are done, I put them in that tank, and it kind of aerates it and moves it around and dissolves the filament faster. So. Oh, that's cool. But no right. fish. Yeah. Then we got our laser that we use a lot. Oh, that's cool, man. I've been sending a lot of stuff over to uh, Send, Cut, Send, and they use yeah. a laser to cut through uh, – like almost, you know, I think up to like a quarter inch. This one I've cut quarter inch plywood with. It's a, a pretty nice laser. I really like it. Wow. One of my basic home maintenance girls just got done doing this cutting board. Oh, that's cool. We filled it with epoxy after she burned it. No, she wanted to do the with electricity, and I I didn't want to do that. <laughs> you know, uh, I want to risk it with electricity. Yes, because high voltage uh, jumps the gap, and uh, there's been some uh, accidents. We'll just leave it yeah, at that. Yeah, that's called that Lichtenberg uh, wood burning. Yeah, yeah. And what you do is you take two electrodes and you put the electrodes in the um, on one side of the wood and another side of the wood. And then you need like a baking soda mix, or you need some chemical. I, I think it's baking soda, water mix, or vinegar or something. I don't know. And then you brush it on the wood. And then that creates the, um, you know, the conductor for it to go through and then it burn. And you could just move the um, terminals around on the wood and then you can get your crazy patterns. I had a kid, I had a kid doing that um, three years ago and he made a box for me with that style. It's crazy, but I said, you can't do it at school. So... (laughs) It's a microwave. It's a microwave transformer and a variac. He needed to, to to do that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it, it, it's awesome, but the see welding has low voltage, so it doesn't go any go anywhere you don't want it to. But this is high voltage, so it's coming close to the static area, but it's got amps behind it, so it's cool looking. It looks like a tree growing out of the thing. Uh, burning like a burning tree or something, but uh, yeah, it's you gotta, you gotta be careful because I've heard of some accidents anyway. So, this is uh, this is our cabinet shop. Then, and when I got here eight years ago, uh, none of these tools are in here, and this was the only this was my like main shop for everything. Wow, this is nice. That is like organized with the blue stripe going around the top. <laughs> very, very uh, uh, dealership, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got your finger on the lens there. Get out of there. There we go. <laughs> I need one of those fancy selfie sticks or whatever the heck they are. Oh, this is cool. Look at this uh, duct work. So everybody says that looks like a alien or something. Oh, yeah. So this is just our, our router tables. We use quite a bit of those. 
they're summer felt router tables. That's cool. A couple band saws. Oh wow! Are the band saws is are, are all those things on wheels? No, they're all stationary. Oh okay, I got you. What do you just pull them out, or you leave them right there? It works uh, out. Uh, ninety percent of the time they work right here. Okay. Um, and then if we got something long, we'll just pull one out and then use it and put it back. So this is mostly like today I had 22 eighth graders in here just weren't on these things for 45 minutes. And that's probably my most nervous part of the day is watching 22 eighth graders cut stuff on the bandsaw at once. 20, 22 eighth graders cutting wood at the same time. Yeah. I can't handle that. <laughs> so this is uh this is our tool room. Um, when I first got here, you can kind of see on the floor, there's like a line right there. This was just this right here was the tool room, that little like rectangle right there mm. with the cage door. And then the other side was the old spray room that had no ducting in it. So um, they opened this up when they did the remodel three years ago. So that was kind of nice. But got these like steel cabinets from Lowe's. Um, pretty, they're pretty nice cabinets, and they weren't too expensive. I've been pretty happy with them. It's kind of cool that we got to match the school colors with everything. So, well, that is cool. If you guys want me to stop on anything or something, just yell. But yeah, um, I like your bar, your bar clamp hang up. We used to have a big A-frame rack, and it was kind of always in the way, but. So this is one of the kids' projects. He's building a table. A couple different things going. Got a walnut oh, chest nice. going. A couple of different. One down here. It's uh, like a country buffet type thing. Oh, that's nice. And are 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 these tables? Yeah. Can you go to the table for a second? Like here yeah is that a, a open frame on the bottom or they do the thing where they put the lockable yeah oh, these yeah. are just uh like craig uh tables oh that's good you got, uh, you got wheels yeah our it's really so when they did this remodel the, the floor in here used to be waxed and they ground it all down and everything but they didn't reseal it and it really um we're gonna do something this summer with it but it's super hard to sweep, so oh. all the tables are wheels so we can get everything out of here and sweep. You know what's funny so, about the concrete floor is that uh, at my school, they used to paint it with uh, indoor house paint, and it was terrible because it, if you dropped the tool, it would chip, and the chip would fly up and hit you in the face. So I got, <laughs> I got them to stop doing that, but yeah, if they're going to paint it or something they got to do it the right way not you can't use any kind of regular paint on it we're gonna try and do a epoxy floor yeah yeah so we got our saw stop set up nice did you ever trigger that by accident oh god we've yeah we went i think we went through six or eight of them only one for a finger Damn. the rest were all tape measures and a nail so, wow. you know, you can, you can send them back and they can get, they can be evaluated for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then if you, if, 
if you save a finger, they'll send you another cartridge. Yeah, well, that's what I need to do because I got the one that the kid hit with his finger. But wow, so it saved his finger. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely. Oh, yeah, it yeah, saved my finger. Really? Yeah. Um, one of my buddies had to almost cut his finger off to get his old school. He doesn't work there anymore, but his old school to uh, buy him a table saw, a saw stop. <laughs> so, uh, we're looking at some serious. This is a serious thing. This we're is looking a, at. That's a so we were able to pick this up from one of the local cabinet shops that upgraded and uh, really super lucky to be able to get this thing. Uh, we use this thing a ton. Wow. That is awesome. So, is that a four, by, four by eight sheet? Yeah, four by eight with the vacuum table and automatic tool change. Oh, that is cool. It's about 15 years old, but it still works awesome. Wow, no kidding. What, and what kind of stuff? Do you just put a two-dimensional file in there and it goes nuts? Yeah, you can like through V. What'd you say, Lauren? Well, I was going to ask. Yeah. Hard with that. You mentioned that. That's yeah, cool. We, yep, we use V carb with it. Nice. That and is this awesome. is just our wood room. That this was a third of our old welding shop. This is part of the remodel. They did this wood room. So. Kind of nice little place. Nice. So, oh, to store the wood. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So now we go out into this is the new part of the shop. So right now, this kind of work area here. We're doing sheet metal toolboxes. Oh yeah. You guys are doing those. Oh, that's awesome. So, Do you like that project? I haven't done that yet. Yeah, my freshmen love it. They, you know. They get pretty excited about it. Oh, this is cool. This is like you're getting into the zone here. This Hopefully is... you're not getting blinded here with the sun. But No, it's okay. The Is there any way you can get on the Wi-Fi? I think the quality would be a little bit better, but it's, it's pretty good. Let me check here. All right, while well, you're checking. Right, let's try that. Let's see. I've got your info pulled up here. Yeah, you you look like a nice guy. So like, I don't know what you know, I don't know how that what they did for this photo, but uh, this is a good photo. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> look at this schedule. You weren't kidding. Oh my God. Like, is there anywhere to go to the bathroom in here? Like, you have no room. <laughs> Luckily, I have a bathroom in the shop. So. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Did you get the Wi-Fi? Go oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much better. Oh, my God. It's so much clearer. Good, good. Yeah, I should have said something earlier. All right, all right. Wait, so these are... I thought we were in the metal shop. What happened? We are... Well, so if this is the construction uh, third of it, I will say. All right, all right. As this as is where I do my construction the, stuff. As long as we, we build the shop, uh, sheds, and then we do these house modules that kids... They wire and all that good stuff in here. Oh, that's really lay cool. brick. 
Yeah, you have a serious program. This is great. Hey. And then what do you do with those when you're done, those modules? Do you just throw them away? Tear it all down and reuse everything except the sheetrock and the tile. Wow. So we just use a fake mortar, like sand and lime mixed together, and it, it holds just good enough for what we're doing here, and then tear it all down, stack it back up. and So So you even reuse the, the cinder blocks then? Yep, yep, reuse the cinder blocks, the eye joist, everything. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, now, and then we've now got... Do you, you explain to the kids that this isn't the right mortar mix to use, or do yeah. you... Okay. Yep, we go through <laughs> and, and actually, like, talk about the real thing. And um, we have, like, masons, and we have, like, for the electrical, we have electrician come in, and we get plumbers come in, and they come and bring us supplies. So, like, all these modules are then wired to this little like i call it like the utility room i guess for them but they all have to wire into their breaker boxes and then we hook everything up and make sure that it all all works so they'll put like they'll bring their pecs out here to a manifold system and we'll put a garden hose to it and pressurize it and everything Huh. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, uh, you know, this is great stuff you're doing. Uh, oh my God, don't even get to that side yet. You're teasing me. Hold on. Uh, who? I'm so sorry. Who is the guy we had on that was building the shelters in a manufacturing plant? Oh yeah, I don't remember who that is. Oh my I, God. I know you're talking about. Uh, they were building these shelters, and they were actually selling them. It's part of a uh, like a program, kind of uh, like habitat type thing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, homes. What wasn't it? Those tiny homes. Yeah. Forget people was back there. on their feet. Yeah. And uh, they had a huge facility, and they got a forklift running them and stuff, and they build them out. But I mean, I guess you know, this is more controlled for learning. Probably more efficient. How long? How many years you guys been doing that? Um, eight years. We did this since the first year that I came. We actually did this at, when I was in college, so I kind of stole it and kind of modified it a little bit. And wow, this is kind works. of like a Skills USA Teamworks thing too. They do something similar to this for Teamworks. Nice. So, that's awesome. That's great. I mean, this is, this is what should be happening. It's a, you don't need a full size home to actually work on stuff. That's great. Uh, we were talking about doing this with, um, uh, we got Kevin Witt working in the, uh, school where I'm at and, uh, talking about building a small, we got a ceiling that could, I guess it could work. I mean, they'd have to do a miniature one. So do well, they put insulation in there and everything? One also? wall, just one wall we do. They'll do yeah, one just, wall. That's a lot. And yeah. then, like, uh, they'll do – so, like, we've got a three-way switch here and here that goes up to a ceiling fan. And then we've got a single-pole switch that goes up to uh, just a regular light. And then they've got outlets that get wired with a GFCI. And I make them crawl right. underneath there and pull them. Yeah. That's so. funny. That's funny. Wow. That is great. 
Nice. And do you do like roofing on it too or no? So we don't do roofing on these because um, here I'm going to see if I can lean outside real quick. So usually we do those house, I call them house modules. We do those first semester and then we build sheds second semester. So like there's one of the sheds that we built. Oh, there we go. Is that snow on the ground? No. Okay. That's uh sandblasting dust. Oh. Oh look at the mail truck. It's kind of our outside, but Oh that's nice. Yeah, the, that's our old uh that actually came that was on an acreage that I bought and uh I hauled it in here. It's just a old Jeep, uh postal Jeep. That's I've actually cool. got another one just like it. There was two of them out there. Oh, that is cool. Uh, my my school would stroke if I started bringing stuff like that there. <laughs> Man, and you got skid, you got skid loader implements there too, and the skid loader inside. Yeah. So, and that's our our van for our auto program that we got that one of the dealerships donated for us. But um, that skid loader, that's my skid loader, because our ag department right now is doing two tractors. Whoa, restoring whoa. two tractors That's and awesome. without that skid loader we couldn't load tires we couldn't unload metal like we'd be screwed trying to get stuff on and off trucks and so we keep that skid loader in here and unload stuff with it we'll load up all this scrap iron this week sometime so this but, is awesome yeah, my school would stroke. <laughs> my school would stroke. Yeah, I, I, Timmy, I on purpose try and get my school to have a stroke every year. That's <laughs> job security right there, my friend. I have a couple things at school that shouldn't be there, but that was about it. You know, I got we had a demonstration at my school once. It came in. They brought a um, uh, sawmill in. So I brought in a hunk of holly. It's probably had to be a nice 14-inch, 16-inch piece of holly trunk that I, I've never seen holly that big. Okay. And uh, I have that there. And then I actually think that's it. And I have some lumber there, but that's about it. And uh, if I brought anything else there, they would go crazy. <laughs> Restoring an old tractor, no big deal. Come on. <laughs> you can imagine me rolling my Model A in over there. They would be like, what are you doing? I, had to I took the bed off my truck at least three times to do all kinds of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I don't have much room. So <laughs> this is great. Look at this area. This is where I would be. Is that a go-kart? So, yeah, this is – I don't know if you guys remember me telling, you know, talking about our industrial tech fair, how they do the junkyard wars. Oh, no way. So this is one of the go-karts that they're building. That is cool. For that. Nice. So, so with the tractor now, if you go back to that tractor, are yep. they they restoring that to like how it came out of the factory or are they restoring it as and just get it running and, you know, go from there? They so and most of these are ones people have drug out of the grove. Um, and this is uh, they're going to strip it down. They'll paint it. And then most of the time they rebuild the engine and. Um, like I said, paint it, put new tires and stuff on it and put it all back together. 
So this now, one's a propane one. Now, uh, is that a student's or where'd that come from? Yeah, this is a student's. There's a, there's a pretty good list of uh, people waiting to get a tractor done. Usually um, it's one, a student from the class though. It's one of theirs usually. That's good. I mean, that's how it should be. It's like a community center. Why not? That's where all the tax money's going. I like it. Yeah, I wanted to get a I wanted to get a company like a local school to paint uh, the other Model A that I have, and I reached out to a couple schools locally, but nobody wanted to take any part of it. Like they were not interested in it. They they said that it wouldn't be a good project for kids to work on. And then they also just didn't want the liability. So it was one of those like, oh, well, that stinks. And I'm you're like, I don't care what it looks like because it's going to be a driver. You know, yeah. you're in New Jersey. That's why. It's just got to be good enough for a driver. That's all I wanted. And I wanted kids to learn on it. And I would have paid for materials. So this, this the tractor, what's the, what's the size of that engine there? Uh, I don't know how many horse these are. Are like, What's the ballpark on that? It's probably like a, I don't know, a 40, Crazy. 30, 40 horse. Is it a flathead or is it? Oh, I see. It's probably an overhead. It's a, it's a, oh, it's a liquid propane engine. Oh, wow. And I don't know, you know, I don't know a ton about them. Yeah. Uh, tractors aren't my forte, but. Yeah, that's cool. Where do you, where do you get the parts cleaned? You got a blaster there? Yeah. So, well, we got a. I don't know where they've got their sandblaster, but they drag it outside and do it out there in the driveway. Oh, yeah. So okay. this part here, um, I feel really, really lucky to have this in our shop. Um, really lucky. So this, this is our paint booth. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and you cool. finish woodworking projects in there too, along with metal things? Yep. We, we spray cars tractors in here i varnish all my uh woodworking projects in here we paint all our toolboxes in here this thing gets used all the time <laughs> it's so funny you know i got a buddy in california that has a paint booth and an auto shop and uh they did all kinds of monster garage cars and paint the cop cars and paint the town cars and then the school just little by little I uh, just didn't understand how good it was to have that. And uh, when he retired, they're like already they're starting to scrap everything. And I'm like, wow, that's part, that's part of the reason I have this. You know, I want to do this show is because uh, we need to highlight these incredible programs. You know, so as inspiration for other schools. You know, that's great that you got a booth. So how do you deal I don't with know theft? If you guys ever theft? Yeah, how do you do a theft complete? with kids? projects crowbar to, to be completely honest i haven't locked my classroom in five years nothing is locked here we don't have any problem kids don't take stuff yeah you'd be surprised 90 percent like of the vehicles in the parking lot are unlocked Keys yeah probably I in some of them yeah, I don't have a theft problem, and I'm in a dense neighborhood. It's it's if the, you know if you got a good program and the kids see the value, it's not a it, no one's gonna take from there. Yeah, but I'm not talking about taking from the program. I'm I'm saying about taking like this is 
you know, a kid takes another kid's, you know, toolbox, you know, saying that this is mine oh. and, and really it's not. And, you know, cause I deal with that all the time, especially when there's a yeah. lot of the same things. How do you deal with that? I mean, I'm not saying like stealing tools from the cabinet or, you know, yeah, hauling lumber out of the back door and stealing plywood. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. It's the, you know, kid versus kid saying, I like this project better. This one's now mine. Uh, that's the yeah. biggest problem I deal with. And I can't, I cannot find a way to combat that. And you tell the kids, take pictures, take pictures, take pictures, put your name on it, wood burn your name in it. And no matter what you do, they don't do it. And then you, every year you're running into, I can't find my project. I don't know where it is. I think this kid took it. And it's the same, it's the same song and dance every time. Yeah, I know. Um, I honestly, the only, the only time I actually, I, I have trouble sometimes like eighth graders cause they all build clocks and it's the same clock. So they all have the same pieces. So somebody will steal somebody's top, you know, and I guess I just tell them, you know, I said, it was your name on it, you know? No, I was like, well, I can't help you then. You know, you got to cut another one. I'm sorry. You know? Um, but as far as, I mean, most of the time, like our cabinetry class, um, they all do the same project first semester. It seems to go pretty good. I mean, I don't know if kids just, they can't find it and they cut a new one. It doesn't seem like it, but um, I, I don't have a ton of problem. I don't know if it's because, you know, we have um, kids that have gone to school together since they were in kindergarten and they, you know, they just respect each other. I, I don't know, honestly, it's just, I don't fight it a ton. Yeah. I have a big, we've it's, it was worse than what it was than what it is now, but it's still the same thing. I still run into the same problem and it's just like, well, you know, did you put your name on it? Yes. Okay. Well, did you take a picture of it? No. Well, I can't help you if you didn't take a picture on it. You walk around with your cell phone in front of your face all day. And I tell you to take pictures of your stuff to document the process and they don't do it. Well, you know, if yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say that I have students like take pictures of, of their progress. And then usually I can identify it from there. But if they didn't take a picture, I said, well, then you're going to get a lower grade or you make it over again. Like it's, that's your fault. <laughs> it's on you. It's your accountability. Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest, the biggest problem is the kids taking stuff from the finishing room. That's where I run into the biggest problem. Yeah. And, and, and that's, and, and there's no way that we can combat that. And I've, I've suggested, I said, you know, we need to get cameras in these side rooms and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this year's, I mean, this year's an anomaly because of COVID and, and literally you can keep your eye on every kid at every, any given moment because there's only three or four of them in a room. But when we go back to full instruction next year, per se, you know, we're going to be back in the same problem. We're going to have the same issues. The kids are going to be vaping in the back room. They're going to be vaping in the finishing room and you can't what? keep your eyes on them. So the whole idea is th there's got to be a way that you can prevent this stuff from happening. And, you know, it's just I guess it's just part of the beast of teaching these these, you know, content areas. I yeah. just do. I just try and do like let the kids do unique projects some in some way, some variation, and there's no way to steal it because we know who did what. Yeah, I know, and you can't do that all the time, though. No, yeah, totally, yeah. 
So that's the problem. Yeah. Like there's nothing unique. I mean, if you're doing that sheet metal, if you're doing that sheet metal toolbox, I did the same sheet metal toolbox 25 years ago. There's nothing unique you can do to that. You yeah. Know, it's the same sheet metal toolbox that every kid that's taken a metal shop has probably done. Nah, you could do something unique. Put rivet on a plate or something. Rivet on a different, you know, almost like your bulls. Put a little copper part on there or something, you know, something different. Yeah, but I mean, that's, you know, that's that might be yeah. an exception. Yeah. Right, let's let's see. Let's let's get to the good stuff. What's coming up next? Plasma well, cutting just, table? Yeah, we got this yes! uh, arc light table. I was just joking. So we use this. Uh, one thing we use this quite a bit for, I don't know if you guys can see up there on the wall. Any business that donates anything, we make a sign of their business and hang it up on the wall up there. Oh, nice. Stare it. So, now, do your, do your donations have to go through the Board of Ed? No, we just, we have people drop off. Like, I had a guy, you know, I feel kind of like, you know, I had a guy drop off a, a Festool track saw, you know, and it, we, you know, it's just people really support the program, and I'm, I feel really blessed because it's, it's great to have that community support. That's awesome. Yeah, in order to be an official donation, they have to go through a board in Jersey. Yeah, we got the same situation. Is that a is that like a custom? Oh, you plasma cut all the pieces in, right? This is what our welding teacher he he made. This is like one of the this is it's his first year here, so he's kind of still getting like stuff figured out of where he wants stuff and and but he built this rack uh, for all, all the air tools, all the grinders, our mag drill. Um, he built that rack. He built this chipping station for the uh, welds. My air compressor blew up, my personal one. So we just cut, cut the top off of it and made a dunk tank out of it. Mm. So Nice. This is kind of the last part of the shop then. This is our auto shop. Oh, wow. Look at that. So this is a customer. I, he's a... Um, Supporter of the program, but this is a truck he's got, one of their farm trucks. Um, and he just basically wants us to go through it and uh, doesn't have any brakes and it needs um, needs some work on a, bunch, a few other things. So he wants us to fix everything for him. And then he's going to buy a Raptor liner. He wants us to Raptor liner the truck for him. Oh, wow. That's cool. Nice. That's a good four post lift. I like that. Yeah, it's we really it's it's a nice asset to have for auto. Are class. you? Here's is there a way to get the other get track. back on the get back on the Wi-Fi? Or is there? It's kind of a little bit blurry. I'll go here over towards the door. Is that a little better? Uh, no, but it's okay. You could just go for it. That's pretty much, I mean, this is our auto shop. It's probably the smallest of our shops, but. Yeah. It's full yeah, of tractor yeah, parts. Do they, have a, do they have a dyno of any kind? No. We just have this run stand here. Oh, a run stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool. So you have to go through the one shop to get to the back shop, or there's no garage access there? Or... 
no, yeah, that's the one downfall of this area is that they put the auto shop. You basically had to go through the welding shop here to get to it. Oh, that stinks. So if they're working on something there and you got to get that truck out or get another car in, you can't. Yeah. And then um, the only thing though, so when they, our weight room is like right next to this here. So if you can see that, kind of see that metal beam up there. They planned for expansion. So hopefully when they redo the weight room, which hopefully soon here, we're going to see if they will let the weight room building stay and we can add um, basically three garage doors to the front of it and then move all the automotive stuff down there. That's cool. So then we can have the auto shop down there. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. Oh, I see. Yeah, that the location of the lift is is my only real complaint about the whole place. I just it's just a little inconvenient, but other than I mean it's awesome to have, but I mean you technically could move the auto shop into one of these little other welding areas and then you know swip you know flip flop things. Yeah, and we've talked about that too, doing that too. What's this table you got there? So this table um, have you guys ever seen like the strong hand tables? Yeah. So this is, um, we have a laser cutting company just to the South of us and they actually donate all of our like welding coupons and stuff. Wow. And, uh, we take them the scrap back and they give us another four boxes, but we, um, they're looking for kids all the time. So we called and asked them, you know, if we drew up a, a jig table, how much would it be to buy it? And they they said, well, why don't we just put our logo on it and just give it to you? Oh, wow. So, and then our welding teacher basically got these Harbor Freight clamps, cut the ends off, and put five eight stock on there. So now they can clamp stuff down. That's awesome! Wow, that's cool. Nice. So, what company is that? Let me see. Coima Laser. Uh, is that uh, C O M C O O K K O O I M A? Sorry, K K O O I M A. Laser. Yeah, there we go. So, at any given time, Shane, how many teachers can be in a space? We at, usually will have. Um, we have two ag teachers. Um, our, we have one female eye teacher and she does, um, she's all classroom stuff. And then our other ag teacher, he teaches two ag shop classes. So there are classes where our, um, welding instructors out here, welding the ag teachers out here working on the tractor and they're usually in the auto shop though. And then I'm in my, in the wood shop. So there's usually three of us out here at a time, usually have, Anywhere from, you know, 20 to 50 some kids out here. Wow. This is awesome. I'm looking at yeah. their website. It's pretty serious. They, they don't, I mean, that's a lot of commingling, if you will, with the kids yeah. going back and forth. I mean, in my, in my school, 
a lot of the rooms are, you know, they're, they're dedicated spaces and you can get to the, you can get to two of the rooms, two of the three rooms without going into the hallway uh, right now. And then we are going to, we are doing a, a small renovation where we're moving our CNC router into a smaller space so that we can open up some floor space and cut down on the noise. So once yeah. that happens and we'll be able to enter, you can, you can cut through all three shops without going in the hallway. What, so you have a lathe and a mill there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two. We've got two. We've got um, this little Enco mill, but then we got this jet mill here and then the jet lathe. And then we've got a grizzly lathe too over here. Oh, nice. That's great. Do you, uh, you like the jet mill? Jet mill is awesome. Jet lathes, I wouldn't buy again. I would okay. definitely buy a grizzly lathe over the jet lathe. Okay. But the jet mill is really nice. Okay. I have a, I have a, I have a jet, uh, the miniature one, the tiny desktop one. And oh, yeah. I got to tell you, it's great because you can buy two of them or maybe four of them for the price of the entry on the bigger guy. And, you know, we have a small shop. So I just said, okay, let me just try it out. So I forgot the code number on it, but it's pretty good. Uh, it's, and it's got the R8 collet, which is the full size situation. So if anyone was going to get a mill, but you don't have the space, you could just get a jet mini mill. It's great. We have a, yeah, we have a grizzly mini mill and it, it works really nice too. Yeah. It's probably from the same factory. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Where is your lumber storage at? How do you, and then how do you navigate the lumber coming in and out and things like that? So, a lot of the lumber storage for like construction is up on the mezzanine. But right now we've got, it's full. We got stuff up there. We built all new frames for the desks in the classroom that we're going to swap out here at the end of the year. So they're all up there in storage. And then they were fighting the elevation in the shop. And so one thing we did, they were, they were trying to figure out what to do. And I told them, I said, why don't you just put a loading dock on the shop? Oh yeah. So That's we just smart. put a loading dock here and we can just have stuff back right up and use that or unload it and have the skid loader just drop it off right here. Yeah, it's cool. But where's all your like hardwood lumber and like pine like type stuff? Like does that get stored somewhere else in the building or Yeah. So right off of the wood shop here. Oh, that's not, that's pretty nice. Got all the lumber in here. That's great. This is well organized. We try. It's, it gets pretty hectic yeah. and messy, but. Yeah. This yeah, time, yeah. this time of year, if you're running, if you're going full bore every day this time of year, it's, it's like a cluster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It I really cleaned is. up a little bit, but. I wanted to at least have it kind of clean, but 
Mm. That's cool. No, I appreciate this. This is really cool. And uh, uh, let me just see something here. So you got your – let me just take a look here one second. Uh, and then what do you do? What do you do with all your cutoffs? Do you do you burn them or do you donate right them? To, here. You know, or do you reuse them? Or how does that work? So usually I go through like all those cutting boards that we make. I usually go through and cut most of the stuff down into you know one by one or whatever sticks, and then we just make uh, cutting boards. A lot of the stuff like our eighth grade clocks, like this kind of stuff, is perfect for those. So we actually go through and, and dig a bunch out and use it up. And then all the like junk cutoffs, my principal takes home and he's got a little fire pit he has on his deck. He burns the pine and stuff in there. Is that an iron worker right there? This no. is a wide belt sander. Holy schmoke. I never even seen anything. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> They're awesome. We have, a- we have one similar to that. Took a 43 inch wide piece of wood through that thing. Those are the belts up there for it. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, the iron workers sitting back behind the CNC over there, the plas table. Oh, yeah, the the plasma table. Uh, what plasma cutting table is that? It's a arc light. Oh, okay, and we've got a hypotherm plasma cutter on it. Oh, yeah, those are great, yeah. Those are fun, the plasma cutting, t- uh, you know, machines, because you could really, you know. We actually made the kids draw up and cut out their toolboxes on it this year. Oh, nice. So, oh, and then you got a piranha, or is that a uh... – A Scotchman. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Those are great. What is that piranha? for? This thing I... will – I'm not familiar with wood, with uh, metal working, so I don't know what some of that stuff. Yeah, is. you can you can like it, it's it's like imagine if you had something that had hydraulic jaws, and you could just cut or shear at, at a very high level of pressure. Oh, so, so it's a hydraulic shear. Yeah, this will shear but multiple, but it's also got a nibbler, yeah. and then it has a punch hole punch, and then a, a I guess you kind of like a press break here. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you even if you had a quarter inch plate of steel, you could bend that right there in that bender. So you, do you have like a traditional box and pan break then or no? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But what's nice, like I want to characterize that iron worker. So like imagine you're trying to go through like even even like a half inch plate, and you want to punch it, it'll literally go bing, like bing. It makes it like so easy. To do stuff, you could just punch a hole through. Oh, there you go. Diacros, probably. They're not huge, but they're they do the job. Yep, diacros. Right. Yeah, those those I know how to use them. You know, it's believe it or not, if you know the the three and one jet three and one, you got the box uh, break. It, it's only for like O thirty, but the box break, the shear, and the roll. It's pretty, it's pretty good, but you just got to watch because you need a hold down that doesn't lift up. That's the only thing about it. I mean, you got some fabulous equipment there, Shane. I mean, this is, this is phenomenal. 
you know, what, we, what you're showing us. This is, this is great. I mean, and, and I'm sure just the hand tools in addition to just the machinery stuff you have there is probably, you know, just, a, just as massive, but, you know, seeing a shop that's so industrialized, this is, this is awesome. It really is. And the thing, the thing about it is we've got probably, we've got four of these within a hour radius of us. Oh, one of my buddies from college, they've got one bigger than this with, they've got three jet lathes, three jet mills, uh, everything Miller welders. I mean, it's, it's basically this, but just a little bit bigger and it was a brand new shop versus an add on, uh, just to the South of us. We've got another 10,000 square foot facility that they build, um, build stuff for manufacturing businesses. Uh, it's just, it's, that's something about Iowa that's kind of unique is it's just, they're everywhere around here. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. You know, New Jersey struggles with, um, keeping the shops going and keeping, the. Uh, 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 more recruiting like last night we were talking about this at a meeting and Tim was there about recruiting new teachers and they have they have a trouble with this um, because they're pushing everybody towards computer science and whatnot but uh, you know craftsmanship and manufacturing is you know a number one concern right now and uh, Elon Musk talks about it you know he says it's easy to build a prototype, but manufacturing is like really hard. How do you manufacture enough rockets? How do you manufacture enough cars or microchips or whatever? Manufacturing is massive, and uh, you know, and so uh, that's that's going to be a big thing coming up. Even though I know like people like to think like, oh, everything's made in China. But that's not true. Not everything's made in China, and in fact, with automation. And with uh, craftsmanship in America, uh, you know, it's all it's all back here. I mean, and it, in a way, it, it didn't leave. It just slowed down a bit, you know. So I think it's – does that ever come up where people try to say, well, you know, I don't want my kid working with their hands. They have to go to academic school and stuff like that. Is that a riff out there or you guys don't even mention it? Um, it was – I'd say it was more when I first started. I think the last four, three or four years, we've had 50-50 with our graduating class. 50 went to four-year, 50 went to either trade school or started a job right away. Okay. Shane, how many kids are in your school? We've got about 300 in the high school. Uh, I think it's like 270-something. And then we're about we're 1,000 kids, K through 12. Wow. It's kind of funny because I walk out my shop door here quick. You can almost like it's like a mile. It looks like down to the elementary. <laughs> it's like oh, just forever down there. So the the thing is, these kids that are in this building are in this building, and then they they know where the wood shop is when they're in first grade, basically. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and and, and uh, schools schools around here, Ron, don't have that. They're not like that. And I think that's part of the problem because the kids aren't seeing this in point. In, in the early ages. And like it's just part it's just part of 
this is part of their culture. They grow up and they're like, oh, I can't wait to take Woodshop because I remember seeing a kid walk out with some big, you know, chest or XYZ years ago, you know? That's a great point. So, uh, you know, some of these schools that are these massive centers or massive buildings where they have every grade in is, is definitely, you know, you're at an advantage because they've been exposed to that for, you know, seven years, eight years before you attract them to that, you know? And of course, when you're first grade, second grade, I mean, you're not, you're not thinking about, oh, I want to take woodshop. But, you know, when it matters, fifth, sixth, seventh, you know, if they're still in the building, that matters because you're seeing those prototypes and those artifacts walking out of the building. And we do our best to make a lot of noise too. We, that 383 out there on that run stand, we'll open the door to the hallway and start it up and just make a lot of noise. And, you know, they hear it, they see it, you know, so. Yeah. And, and they, they could take a field trip, right? You know, say they're talking career day and they want to talk about cabinet makers or, or, you know, carpentry, they can march their little elementary school kids down to the shop and then they can talk about, carpentry or cabinet making or metal metal working or or that kind of stuff too so that is nice that that's right in that area now we don't have that where we're yeah. at i don't think there's any i don't well maybe maybe belvedere high school i know belvedere high schools which is near me they they're attached to um, elementary school so i think they are probably similar to Shane, in that sense, but it's a very small district. Yeah, yeah, it's a recruitment problem. We um, we do a show every year for the eighth graders. In fact, we parked one of the cars that we did inside the middle school, like literally, like rolled it in, and uh, that helped actually because kids took my class a couple years later, and they were like, "I was like, how'd you find out about this class?" I said. Oh, there was this car parked in there from years ago. I was like, wow. So imagine if you had a like a car parked in the middle of your lobby. Like we did that. I don't know whose idea was that was not my idea. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Um well then a lot of the schools around here are regional. So, you know, you have an, a middle school in one town, a middle school or K to eight in one town, K to eight in another town, K to eight in another town, and you know, they're not getting the same experience. But then when they come to the regional high school, it ends up being that that's kind of where everything culminates and then they don't see that. So they're all fighting like, well, what's this woodshop class or what is this, um, you know, film design class or, you know, what is it? Because they don't see that. Yeah. What is this uh, ITE? That's the eighth grade uh, exploratory class. Oh, and what happens if I click on this link? It goes to the class. Oh, no, it didn't go anywhere. Copy to clipboard. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. It must be a website thing. And then you got uh, nothing, right? And yeah, then that's actually, I, I need to update that. That's last year's. <laughs> uh, CAD architectural. We saw that. Your CAD room. Cabinet making and millwork. Intro to industrial trades. Okay. Automotive. Home maintenance. Where do you do the uh, 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 enclosures, the houses? 
The uh, construction construction trades. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So what's the difference between basic home maintenance and construction trades then? What are you like? What? Basic home maintenance is basically it's, it's all girls. So it's all girls and they may not have ever taken intro. They may not have taken anything and doesn't matter. We build little walls and do drywall on them. We bust holes in them. We fix it. We oh, change outlets and light fixtures, change toilets, like, just that kind of stuff that, you know, a homeowner can save some money doing themselves. This is great. Oh, look, the, 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 the tool, toolboxes. Yeah. I made that same toolbox in middle school. That's awesome. I have it. Um, really? Yeah. Let me see <laughs> if I can find it. That's awesome. Oh, look, it's got the little, elbows that's what's funny about that project that project's been around for ever wow. and the kids still they just they go nuts over it because it makes sense you get to make a three-dimensional object from a two to it's a development it's flat and it becomes 3d and what kind of steel do you use like what's what thickness uh 22 gauge is what we're using right now and we actually had to order it from a local HVAC place because we couldn't get it anywhere else within like a hundred miles. Oh yeah. Everybody was out. Oh, Oh yeah. The recently steel has been up. That's interesting. And then they paint it in the booth or they just paint it whatever rattle can. Yeah. They use rattle can, but they paint it in the booth. And some of them, uh, we started experimenting with some, uh, uh, powder coating this year. Uh, oh my God. There's Timmy's eighth grade project. <laughs> oh, you're that one looks good. What? There it is, baby, right there. Shane, what kind of grade would you give him? Definitely an A. That that's nice. That's a nice job. He even painted the inside. Oh, gray, gray on the inside. And then I have the sister to this one, which is the next size up. Does that one have like the midway, like it folds midway down? It's or it's got yeah. two folds on the front. Yeah. That. that one's up. That one's up here. You can kind of see it. It's like right here. Um, but I was gonna try to do this in at my former district, and I ordered the kits to for all the hardware, but I never yeah. ordered the sheet metal. And then because I think the kids would have liked it, and I was just gonna rivet on the the hinge but it is where'd you order the kit from oh this was 15 years ago when i ordered those from like i think probably midwest company or whatever there's like only one place i can find that actually still does it i think i saw another one recently but there's a shop house supply and it's out of new mexico and you get the stuff and it's all wrapped in all like newspaper and yep. it, it wrapped in walmart bags and that's so important. but we didn't i i had them because i never ordered the metal because it was just one of those i ordered a, you know one or two kits at a time just to start building up s stock but when i was ready to do them i was going to order the metal and i just and then i ended up leaving that district so i i wanted to do that with my kids but it, it was a uh yeah that was 
I like that. I like that project. That was a fun project. How do I find that thing? I think if you take off everything but the shop house supply, I think it'll come up. I think I think I ordered when I ordered them, I ordered them through Midwest technology. I guess it's shop supply house, I think. Maybe that first link or that second link there. Yep, that's it right there. Oh my god. About it's oh out of New Mexico. God, this is so old school. <laughs> American owner and operators is 1966. <laughs> but you know what, Ron? It is that is that is a great project because, like you said, it teaches layout skills. It teaches tabs, folding, um, you know, seaming, spot mm -hmm. welding, mm -hmm. hardware ins installation. You know, it's such a great project. There it is, metal Spinning. box project. And they got to be you know. patient when they paint it because the you get heavy on the paint and it just runs so quick. So, yep. So how do you order this? You have to. You can't click on anything. I think if you scroll down farther yet. There we go. Shipping on. Oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. Dude, look at this thing. This is it right here. Oh, look, that says like a insert with tray. Yeah, this is the tray. Yeah, that's the, that's the next model up. Like if you go back, <laughs> go back up, go back up. Right there, that's the, the one. Upgrade. I have that one too. I made that one also. The TV2, 18 Yeah, and then they sell it to you as a pack. Yeah. But all they're selling you is the hardware, right? Hardware, yeah. the hinges. And the plans. <laughs> The plans, yeah, and then a sticker that says handcrafted by. And that's it. You could source all this stuff yourself, but because they package it up, this is the, this is it. Oh, my God. Look at this dustpan. I like the grill. Do not use galvanized. <laughs> oh, yeah. A case. Attaché case. What is this? Sheet metal brake. It ain't gonna work. But these are good projects for you, Ron, to do. Totally. I do the I do the the dustpan. We did the dustpan like every year. Except I added a competition to it. We did um a dustpan where we uh oh cool. Cheese cutter. Look, it's Qbert. We did we did a dustpan where we uh I, I make it competitive. So it has to pick up a certain amount of, you know, I don't know, 10 pounds or whatever. The handle has to be a certain amount of inch, all these minimums. And then whoever's dustpan is the lightest, but still hit the minimum. So like you can't make, you can't overbuild it. My, my, my point is like teach the kids like iteration and engineering. So it's pretty good actually. They, they get, they, they figure out how to make it as small as possible. Uh, uh, within the minerals. What is this? Salt shaker. <laughs> it's literally just the cap, and then you're supposed to just use hollow out a log. There, so these, these people are smart. What they figured out was that you don't actually need to sell material. You need to sell hardware and plans. 
That's interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way to go. I mean, this is a great business. The other thing is the here's you know, the you, box corner. God, sorry, Tim. Yeah, you you I mean, it would take you longer, I think, to source all those parts. And if you if if you source those parts and they're not an approved vendor, you're yeah. not gonna be able to get them. So by making that company an approved vendor, you can just order everything in one shot, you know, stop, if you will. Yeah. Right here. Here I got it. Uh so unshare your screen. Yep. I'll share my screen here. Do it. Here's here. through Midwest. Oh. There so it is. They they have a kit. There's the master kit. So it looks like it comes with you know the plants, the hardware, just everything like you had. Yeah. Is it from this company? I don't I don't know. I mean it's this is from yeah. Midwest. This is yeah, from yeah. technology. So either they're sub you either they're buying it from somebody else or they're putting it together themselves. But this is got, 24 kits for 250 bucks. Is that what yeah. it was? Well, you can, you can, um, you can talk them down. They'll give you 10% off that. Whoop well, I think that shop house on. supply, I think that was, are they like 150 bucks for 50 kits or something? Let me see. Probably. Let me unshare this for, uh, for 50 kit. Oh, here. I got it up. This is really funny. <laughs> uh, all right. Is this, the, are we comparing apples to apples here? Is this it? That TB4 is what we make. TB4. Here. And so a, a 50 pack is $262. So they're actually more expensive. Or no, no. Because theirs was a 24 pack, right? Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. 10 oh. bucks. They're 10 bucks a kit. Midwest, ten bucks a kit. Oh yeah. no, this is a lot cheaper. It's only six six forty a kit. Because they have that double fold one also. Six kits, eighty one dollars. Oh yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, well, here's here's I, oh they're calling it a junior. They're calling the same one you do a junior. So it's twenty four oh. kits for two hundred and four dollars. Oh yeah, there's a, this is a lot cheaper. Yeah. Handcrafted. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, so yeah, I mean it's great. I mean it's uh, eight fifty. It's eight fifty a kit. Yeah. So what uh uh Shane, what um now what's your background? Did you jump right into teaching? No, I uh I went to uh, tech school first for architectural drafting. And uh, work construction, why I did that. And then um, they basically, it was the recession right when I graduated. And there's a big uh, metal recycler in, ta in uh, my hometown in Norfolk, Nebraska, Newcore Steel. And they build, they make steel, they make bar joists for uh, buildings and stuff. And originally they were looking for a ton of detailers for their uh, detailing center. And then they hired, I think, three out of like 45 of us. So, and I, I actually, I was like staring at a computer all day. I'm like, I can't do this anyway. Yeah. So I just kept working construction. And then I kind of was like, oh, I kind of want to teach shop and 
always liked that. And so then I went back to Wayne state and kept working construction and stuff and then ended up up here. So. Wow. And is this your, this was your first teaching job, but you stayed. Yep. That's cool. Now, did you go alternate route or was it, did you go to school for, to be a tech ed teacher? Yeah, no, I went, I went to uh, school to be a tech ed teacher. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. That's wild. Uh, yeah, I'm alternate route. You know, I, the, the teaching thing was like, I didn't even, I didn't even know that was a class. I didn't have it growing up. I, it's like wild to me. Uh, when I found out you got to build stuff and you just hang out with teenagers, I'm like, all right, I could do that. I'm pretty much a old teenager anyway. So, you know, <laughs> you know, that's cool. So this is good, man. This is real good. And and let's see, you got pictures on the website. Hold on, let's get some. Yeah, what do you got on the horizon? Anything new happening? Um, we've got our that tech fair coming up. That's the big thing that uh, we'll be working on here pretty soon. Um, going to that and uh, just kind of trying to get. Uh, we're trying to keep improving the the auto shop. Trying to get. Uh, some tire machines in there uh that kind of thing nice and uh what um so if someone wants to donate something oh i see you guys highlight you have a donations or like a highlight of that's great that's actually a good idea do you maintain this yeah yep i could tell yeah you do a good job man nice thank you that is awesome all right what you got anything else otherwise we could break into casual time no uh, i think that's good <laughs> yeah oh no thanks for doing that i think it's a good walkthrough i mean it really gives like an idea you know imagine i mean i don't know what would happen i mean think couple things i guess would happen you'd if you're a shop teacher you get inspired or you want to reach out yeah how do they get in touch with you let's say they want to i guess right here yep uh, email yep yeah s peterson at wlwildcats.org um and you know uh you know inspire people uh and then also if you're young coming up you want to see what a shop class or what it's like to teach shop class or and then other districts, I mean, I'm not sure other districts, I wonder if another district would find this useful, like see what it's like in another school, you know? I wonder if they even do research like that. So it's pretty cool. All right, I, I think, yeah. I think there's schools that do site visits. And I think in, in today's modern age now, being that a lot of these schools can go virtual, you know, I, I you don't have to send teachers to other people's schools anymore, right. you know, and say, Hey, this is what we got, and we could give you a tour, a virtual tour. So, yeah. like, my school did that with Lauren. We went to Lauren's school oh, and cool. uh, checked out, check that out. So, I think just in today's day and age, you don't have to do that. Yeah, exactly. So we were cool. able to, we were but, able to do that on some of our PD meetings. Go to other schools and check out the shops. That's cool. Nice. You know, it's one thing, it's one thing to have a shop and have it set up and, and running things the way you run them. And then, you know, when you go to another building and you're like, I didn't think about setting it up that way. 
you know, or this is the way it's always been in this room when I inherited that. Mm -hmm. But then when you go somewhere else, you're like, well, that's a, that's a new way to think. Of, there's a new way of thinking there, or that's a new use of space for certain things. So it is nice to go out and see these schools and get ideas. Yeah. Like, like, especially the inheritance part of it, like, you know, or, or starting from zero, like, when I got to my school, the shop teachers and and some of the supervisors there were like, that pro that program had kind of like seen its day. I mean, it started before the '40s. I mean, they they built the shop. I think you they had belt drive overhead. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I mean, they had lathes in there, making. I think it made uh, a practice for ammunition, make you know, war effort like early stuff so it had gone through the, the 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 time chapters by the time i got there they were parking their cars inside as parking and when i got there there was only a little bit left of a classroom and i said to them i said guys you know you can't park your car in here i want to i want to pull a vehicle in and they respected that right away it's just that you know you know the guy in between me and someone else had been doing that so he left. He only lasted a year and a half, and then I got in there and uh, um, and I immediately kicked them out, you know, which they respected. But so I had to reinvent reinvent the place and pull it back to what it what it could be or what it was or whatever. And you know, you see this and you're like, wow, I really haven't done enough. Like I think we should have a plasma cutting table, and also the like. You gotta, you know, what's great? You have a good mix of like tech. You know, modern manufacturing, let's not call it tech, let's call it manufacturing, manufacturing and the hand tool stuff. You know, I think the CNC stuff is going to be massive coming up um, and people that have experience with that are really going to do well. So this is a great look. I think you're right, Tim. I think I would, you know, I was just trying to think like who would look at this and think, God, that's awesome. What a cool shop, you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and the nice thing is too, like if, even if you, you know, even with Shane, so like, say for example, you go through Shane's wood shop and, you know, and say you, say you spent three hours going through the wood shop and, and, or cabinet shop, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, you got a bunch of wood shop people that teach there and, and you can say, well, Hey Shane, you know, if you turn your table saw 90 degrees, you know, you have a better access for this, that, and the other thing. You know, or if you swap the location of the drill press and the scroll saws, you know, you might have a better opportunity to do, you know, to bring another piece of equipment in. So that's also good, too, because say somebody does watch this and even if they're listening to this individually, they can say, well, I'm going to go check those pictures out or I want to go check out his shop or or whatever. So it is nice where just getting other people's point of views of this is what I have set up. Now, in my room, I know my room's not set up to the to the to maximize the efficiency, but for me it works. You know, we have yeah. my my shop, you know, literally you can land an airplane on the table saw because of the way I have the two table saws put next to each other. And it, for us it works, but it may not work in Shane's room. You know, yeah. it may not work in somebody else's room. So it is nice to see this and and get ideas. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right. Now, yeah, go ahead. I'm just at the middle school 
But my my thing is exposure. Expose the kids to as many things as possible. And Shane, you you got exposure all over the place. Like <laughs> these kids have options. Yeah. You know, that's that's all. one thing. That's one thing we really try to do just with where we're at in the country and where we're at in Iowa. We have Sioux Falls right next to us and we try, you know, there's some schools that they they build a house and they spend, you know, six periods on a house. And that's fine for that if that's what they want to do. But we just have so many different job opportunities. that I can't just justify doing one thing with them. Yeah, you definitely have opportunities there, like especially when you see the kids from eighth grade all the way through and so many kids are exposed to your classroom that's awesome well and the other thing is like you know you can get a kid that comes up with a crazy idea like hey i want to have a wooden bracket and then that wooden bracket attaches to a you know some type of welded together foot of some sort you can literally go we can manufacture that as compared mm -hmm. to me saying well you're gonna have to try to find something on amazon you know where we can't we can't do that Right. You're literally in the middle of a cornfield. Yep, <laughs> we are. This is what we call stalker run. This is stalker run. I like I like traveling <laughs> using the Google map. <laughs> Cuz I want to feel like what it's like to be there. It's like, wow, look at this open Is this a what they consider like a plane? Like this is like wide. Look at you there's not one thing on the horizon. Those are trees. Yeah, we're so used to seeing mountains where we're at. It's weird. Yeah. Don't <laughs> see. This is wild. Look at that. Do you get storms that whip up out of nowhere? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know the rumors of uh, people out on their front porch watching tornadoes. That's a hundred percent true. There's nothing to stop it. This is making South Jersey look mountainous. <laughs> so so Shane, just for just for context, um so like I work in uh the most <laughs> densely <laughs> dense <laughs> densely populated city, the third most densely populated city in the US. Okay. And my neighbors are number one and two. So if you go to if you go here, population by density, um, it is no. It, it, this is right next to where I work, like the highlighted photo. <laughs> okay, it's just people living on top of each other. Here we go. Guttenberg is number one. I used to live there. Union City number two. West New York. This is where I teach. And then Hoboken. These four. These are neighbors. <laughs> so and you probably can't tell their name. You can't tell their different cities. Is that kind of how it is? No, yeah, exactly the same. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. I will show you. This is like totally different than your setup. And they're all in New Jersey. Did you see that? It said all New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. The, the four most densely populated cities. Or New Jersey, and then it goes New York, New York, but then back to Jersey, Jersey, and Jersey, <laughs> <Yeah>. and again. 
There's probably more in Jersey than any other. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, hold up. Let me show you West New York. Just for comparison. You know. Ron, I guess there's no place else to dump the riffraff. Yeah, that's why I got a job there. They were like, who the hell wants to work here? <laughs> All right, sure. You want a job? All right, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, oh, here, here we go. I don't know. What, oh, Jesus. Oh, there we go. So, Ron, right. do you have to have like a, a Google Map passport that you have to get stamped? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, you get on a flight, you got to sit online, get checked at customs. You have to so this pay, pay to check your bag. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's easy. So, here's, here's, uh, Here's New York, right? And then just across the river is uh, this this square. They call it the Mile Square. And then uh, <laughs> this is, I like go get some lunch down here. Hold on, let's get the uh, high school going. Memorial High School right here. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. Boom. That's it. There she is. I haven't been there since September. Wait, and that which, was house, which house is it? Oh, it was right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is the, this is the, that building's been there since 1926. But basically, the whole town is this: just houses next to apartments that are next to apartments that are next to high rises. There's nothing else. And then every so often, ooh, sorry. Every so often, you'll get like somebody somehow built a house and it stayed. So you got a house next to an apartment. And then look at this. <laughs> <laughs> More apartments. <laughs> they love it over there, dude. That's all they do. And you just go down here. And then uh, you just take a left over here. Hold on, let's move up a little bit. Or, or a parking lot. That's another thing we have. And this is where I battle for parking. See? Ooh, maybe there's a spot right there. I can get in. Good. You know? And, <laughs> and then you come down here. And I don't know how they did this. Somebody built these these beautiful little th these townhouses. Um, and then this is my shop when you come down here. Ta-da! <laughs> a little tiny door. And this is it. These windows. And then the rest of it's like underground dungeon style there's like a grill on top here to give us ventilation <laughs> this thing pulls out the air how'd that go again <laughs> yeah let's try to see where's my car I mean, they don't have they don't have shop to eat you called out sick that day yeah and then if you park here you get bird shit all over your car yeah i don't see my car but do you see how, like, I can't get out of this? Like, there's nothing open. Like, there's no open planes. <laughs> there, and then ready for this? So this is the high school, three buildings. This is the middle school right next door. <laughs> and there's 2,000 people in the high school. Wow. 2,000 people just in the high school. And he, mostly the whole That's town. Right through district, Shane. <laughs> just at the well, high school. That's that I student taught in a district like that in Omaha. Wow. So this I could, is, yeah, it's where do you go for fire drills? You probably can't talk about it because um me or Shane. No, you You know what you know outside. There's, there's, no outside. Oh. <laughs> there's nowhere to go. 
I like the, yeah, like there, yeah. We, so far, Joe, like, hey, don't stand in the street. You might get hit. Yeah, they do. They stand in the street. We we just we just go on the corner. Like we just go out here. That's literally what happens. That's <laughs> amazing. Anyway, I'm just playing around. But uh, and then they got the football field on top of this park over here. And then this is the other building we just acquired. Here's the little league. Yeah, dense, dude. It's this is a city, dude. It's like Queens, you know. And then you know you zoom out, and you head over to Iowa, <laughs> and it's totally different. That's amazing. Wait, how do we get back? Oh, here we go. Wow, <laughs> completely different scenario. That's awesome. All right, let's wrap up the recording so we can hang out. Okay, uh, Shane, thanks for doing that. I know you didn't have to stay late and do this. I don't know what time it is over there, but I appreciate it. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah, it's cool. All right, and if you want to get in touch with them, you know how to do it. And uh, Shop Class Podcast, Wednesday nights, we talk about Shop Class. All right.